Welcome to episode 27 of Caucus Talk, your source for culture, history, and tourism in the North Caucasus mountains of Russia. My name's Andrew. And I am Eli. And hey. We got to do something about that pause, Andrew. Honestly. I, I always, <laughs> I always, I've got nothing. Uh, I'm so well, concentrated on getting the intro right that. When it when it's done, there's just a vacuum, a, a void in your mind where Not it was filled with with precise with the precision of that intro. Well, I'll take it from here, Andrew. Thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> Episode twenty seven. I was about to say, isn't it fun to be at a prime number? But my sharp math skills came <laughs> rushing to the rescue. It was like, 27 is not a prime number. You should not say that. Maybe However, we do have a well prime, placed. in another sense, um, episode for you today. Because we are, we are uh, into our second release of our new, should we call it a miniseries? It's sort of like a staggered mega series Because we'll be releasing it for so long. But it's in their own words. Interviews with That's right. representatives from different people groups of the North Caucasus. And right now, Andrew, on my screen, you are pretty frozen. So you may be talking for all I know, but I can't hear you. So I am just uh, continuing to oh fill the space. Goodness. I see your head shaking, but it's blurred me. and slow. So pressing right along, um, I think we're going to start with a segment before... <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Before we get into the interview. <laughs> are, are we still, what did you just talk about? Don't worry about it. You'll find out when I release the episode. <laughs> Great. Listeners, we're at a distance again because I've been called away outside of the country for a bit. So we're recording live, but remotely. I feel so, I feel so powerless right now because yeah, welcome. E- Eli does all the editing <laughs> and is our tech guy. And so I'm almost 100% confident you're just going to release everything that, that you just that said. That just happened. Well, why yeah. not? It's People want real, man. They don't want studioed. Give me All right, Andrew, real. you've got, a, you've got a, uh, a segment for us. Yes, I do. Before the segment, I want to put, it, put in a quick plug. Um, <gasps> a in case plug. you did not hear our special, special advertisement we released on July 1st, then you go don't back and listen us. to it. Yes. Yeah, so this is episode 27. We we also released episode 26 on yes. July 1st, but we released, released a special advertisement. We're doing a special caucus talk trip just for you listeners in February 2019. It is the caucus talk adventure. That's right. Eight days, seven nights. It's going to be a deep dive into the cultures, the peoples here. Um, we have a special link for you to check out about it, listeners, beyondredsquare.com slash podcast. And there you will see the shiny, happy faces of yours truly, your hosts for the Caucus Talk Adventure, Andrew and Eli. So we will be yes. with you, um, going with you on an awesome tour. We'll hit up Mount Elbrus area. We'll head over to Ingushetia. Uh, we'll see the towers. We'll come back to Pitigorsk. And as Andrew said in the ad, everything that we've talked about, we will do. Banya, shashlik, les ginka. It's going to so be ping, awesome. ping us if you're interested, if you have questions, or if you want to sign up. Uh, sign up only lasts for another couple, another month. 35 more days. 35 more days. A few fortnights, and that's it. For yes. those of you who count in fortnights. 
And some of you listeners who don't know us personally, you may have never seen our faces. So just go to the webpage to see our faces, beyondredsquare.com slash podcast. That's the link. Yeah, so um, check that out. The deadline to uh, inquire is August 15th. So we look forward to hearing from you about that. I'm excited to see um, the makeup for this trip. All right. So this, this segment... It's kind of like a news minute. It's not really a segment, but it's really interesting. Okay. <laughs> it's from so, Andrew's personal journal. Dear diary. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, Eli, do you know what a sister city is? Yeah, sure. A sister city, it's like when two, same thing with universities. It's when two cities get together and say, like, let's be in some kind of formal arrangement where we visit each other and we um, kind of promote each other's interests and we raise awareness about one another. Yes. Yes. Um, and um, some of you listeners may live in a city in America or possibly another country that have a sister city in Russia. There's actually a good number of Russian cities that have sister cities for sure in the United States. I'm not sure about other countries. Yeah. Um, and you may not know it. This is the kind of thing that they kind of post on a road sign as you drive into the city on the freeway or is that the like visitor center. And you, you might not know about it otherwise, but they do exist. Yes. And so, um, I last year in some research I was doing about something came across that, in the city of Spokane, Washington, there is, a, there is a statue of Imam Shamil from Dagestan. The, I, I cannot, I have to go there. Yes. Yeah, so I'm personally tasking our Washington listeners. We have more listeners in, in the United States from the state of Washington uh, than any, than other, any state. other state. Andrew, Andrew, I'm going to promise a present. We're going to give you a gift. If you are in Washington state, and you are, I don't care where you're from. If you can send us a photo of you and next to the statue of Imam Shamil. Yes. You will get some Caucus Talk branded bling of bling. some sort. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. So if you live in Spokane or the Spokane area, or you want to make a road trip just to win the Caucus Talk bling, it is on uh, Spokane's no, river. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, look, uh, are you going to tell him? I guess I you can tell him. I think we should tell him. Right, tell him, tell him. bit of a wild goose Getting chase. a little too competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. is it? It's on Spokane's Riverfront Park along the Centennial Trail. And apparently there's like a bunch of sculptures there. And one of them is of Imam Shamil from Dagestan. Listeners, we've talked about him some, but he from the 19th century, um, when uh, Russia was fighting to gain control of the Caucasus, he was the main kind of religious resistance leader fighting back. So he's very famous in Dagestan and the North Caucasus. Now you didn't state this explicitly, but is, is he there thus enshrined in Spokane because Spokane is a sister city of a, a Russian city. So, uh, from 1992 to 1994, Mahachkala and Dagestan and Spokane were sister cities. Really? It was a short-lived affair, but it was <laughs> hot and heavy. Um, <laughs> uh, there goes three, our clean rating. <laughs> three, three good years. Um, what happened? But, uh, 
I, I really don't know, but that's where it was built by a Russian, um, probably a Dagestani sculptor, and then it was put there. Um, Man. Yeah, in, in Seattle. Uh, or in, I'm sorry, in, in, Spokane. in Spokane. In Spokane, yeah. Okay. So anyways, that is so fascinating, and that got me thinking, are there other American cities that have sister cities in the North Caucasus? Let me guess. You found some. I found some. Oh, tell us, tell us. This is really funny. Okay. So I we need to Eli, we need to find out how this happened. But okay. there is there is one, two, three, four, seven. Currently that I was able to find what? Seven cities <laughs> in the United States that have sister cities in the Caucasus area. In, in the Caucasus. And, and six of them are from one state. What? Nebraska. <laughs> Close. Uh, Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> it is, there are six cities in Iowa that they all chose sister cities well, in the Stavropol region where we live. Uh, we need, to, yeah, how, we need to figure this out. This was, this had to have been like a joint Iowa decision. Uh, one would that think. They like, with the Stavropol region. So listen to this. I mean, it's not uh, like. Pitygorsk, yeah, go on. <laughs> I, I just was laughing harder and harder because it's all these like small Iowa towns nobody's ever heard of. But I mean, someone drives cities. from like, like Cornbuck to like Shenanny, Iowa. And it's like, you know, we happen to have a sister city in the North Caucasus. You do too? <laughs> it's like, you, that doesn't just happen. All right, yes. well, tell us about these cities. Cornbuck okay, is so, not a real one. Um, Pitigorsk, where we live, Dubuque, yes. Iowa is the sister city. I never knew we have a sister. Yes. Uh, Stavropol is the capital of the Stavropol region, and it's three hours north of here, so it's not in the Caucasus Mountains, but technically it's in this Administratively, region. Administratively, it's in it. Des Moines, yeah. That's right. Des Moines is their sister city. Which is the capital of Iowa. Of Iowa, yeah. Then Kislovodsk, which is near here, the Mineral Waters region. Muscatine or Muscatine, Iowa. Please email us if you know how to say that. <laughs> yes. Zelesnovolsk, which is near here in the Mineral Waters region. Grinnell, Iowa. Okay. Uh, Lermontov, which is a really small town near here. And, the, and it's the home to our favorite banya, which is close yes. to Pitigorsk. Yes. O Osage, or maybe Osage, Osage, Iowa. Osage. And, yeah, and then Budyonovsk, which is about two hours northeast. It's, it's close. Budyonovsk is close to North Dagestan. Mm -hmm. uh, Marshalltown, Iowa. Marshalltown. Well, I never thought, Andrew, I would be doing this, but I want to give a shout out to Marshalltown, Iowa. Yes. And Osage. And I want to uh, give a shout out to all the small towns of Iowa. <laughs> we know there are more of you out there, and there are more cities in the Caucasus waiting for their sister cities to rise up and forge the bond of sisterhood for at least three years, <laughs> if not longer. Listen, so do these still exist? Is, the, the sisterhoods? I do not know like how active these relationships are, but this is like taking us back to our roots, our beginnings, because our first episode, we talked about how when most people hear caucus, they think of Iowa, these, <gasps> like random political like voting procedures. You know what? It turns out the people of Iowa didn't realize they were making 
partnerships with cities in Russia. They thought they were just other political caucuses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyway, yeah, that's true. It does. I checked I checked our podcast stats today. We have total seven downloads from the entire state of Iowa. And so I want to extend an invitation to Iowans, all you good Iowans out there. I want you guys to gather up from these towns, a group, come to the North Caucasus, and we will and personally visit. we'll personally acquaint you with your sister city. Yo, this could be legit because when you get like official in Russia, it yes. gets people get pumped up about it, it and they real. send cars and they make sweatshirts for you. If you come as like an official delegation, we will facilitate this. Yeah. <laughs> we will put Marshalltown back on the map. That's what I want to say about that. It's already, it has me thinking of uh, a new tour we're going to offer in our tour company, Sister City Tours. Oh, um, Andrew, you are just, just on it, man. No, or you are on I, it. Should I we love do it. That? But so anyways, seven of the eight cities are in Iowa and they're in the whole Stavropol region. But there is one city in the United States that has a sister city in the North Caucasus proper in a North Caucasus Republic. I'm, any guesses? I'm, any guesses, Eli? <laughs> of the city? Okay, I'm going to guess that the city is Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> uh, how could I not say good guess? Good guess, Thanks. but it's Asheville, North Carolina. No way! Yes, that's where my brother's from, and the North... Their North Caucasus sister city is Vladikavkaz, North Ossetia. So shut up, because I'm going to be in Asheville in a month. Yes. And listen, I researched that last week. Well, a couple weeks ago from when we released this, the week of June 20th, they did a presentation about Vladikavkaz in Asheville. Oh, how do we not know these things? This is I, crazy. I was like, we just missed this. How cool is we that? We just missed it. Who's they? The city of Asheville. Uh, city of Asheville and like their sister city partnership program. Oh my word. Did they have someone come over from Vladikavkaz? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. All right, but any- Andrew, there's yes. a bunch, there's a few things here. First of all, <laughs> I'm, I'm so fired up about this. First of all, we've got, we've got to get the Iowans. I am a little hung up on that term. I am not sure that people from Iowa identify as Iowans. I mean- <laughs> I would just, uh, that's a question I have because it seems maybe that's, that's how you say it or not. Um, I, Iowinians, <laughs> that's definitely not right. It's definitely not bad. They've got to come. They've got to come. Secondly, if we play our cards, Andrew, we could get a statue of caucus talk, like our emblem or maybe even ourselves put somewhere <laughs> either in Iowa or in the North Caucasus by facilitating or this official. <laughs> With our arms around Imam Shamil and Spokane. Yes, one. man. <laughs> and third, I think, Andrew, I think we could be at the vanguard of pioneering new sisterhoodships between more cities. <laughs> because there's a lot of cities out there that are really, you know, wanting Your to name. connect. How how did four, was it five Iowa cities get <laughs> sister cities in the North Caucasus? Seven. Seven. It clearly, it clearly was a decision, a joint action. Iowa and Stavropol. Yeah. If anyone Um, out there knows anything about this, please let us know because this is too good. Do you know what? I have a theory about this. I have nothing to back this up. Don't shake your pen at me. What? It's it's a theory. (laughs) Uh, Mikhail Gorbachev. 
He was actually from Iowa. People he's don't know from this. Sta- no, he's from Stavropol. He's oh. from the Stavropol region. And of course he was buddy-buddy uh, with Reagan and with the United States uh, yeah. during the whole time of Perestroika and all that. Right. But he came to America, and I have a good friend who told me a story of how he was in the Midwest uh, like checking out farms and like the farmland and the machinery and the equipment. And I wonder if he made a trip to Iowa and if somehow that formed this partnership. Ladies and gentlemen, I would just like to take a moment to collectively (laughs) stand in awe of what Andrew has just done. I mean, how many people do you know could muse like that? Andrew, did you set yourself up? Were you like, I want to sound so smart. It just Just came came to to mind. This is, guys, this is like genius happening. I just want everyone to know. I mean, I'm not big on like overflattery or anything, but this, that was amazing, Andrew. Wow. Well, it's probably totally wrong, but it was fun while it lasted. Genius and humility doesn't get we'll have to find out. That. So I, I do want to say we would genuinely love to hear from anybody in Iowa who is from these cities and who knows anything like, are these partnerships still going on? Especially uh, in Dubuque, Iowa. Like we live here in Petit Gorse. So technically Dubuque, you're our sister city. You're our city. <laughs> Shout out to Dubuque. And Vladikavkaz, look, uh, Asheville. My brother lives in Asheville. He works in Asheville. He went to university there. Um, Andrew, get we, ready for a field notes from Asheville. Yes, we could um, we could facilitate some kind of Eli. When you go there, yes, in a, in I'm, a going, month, I'm going. I'm going. Connect with my brother. He's got connections. He's a podcast listener. Aaron, Aaron, oh. you're listening to this right now. You need to set up some kind right. of formal meeting. I'm getting on the horn. We're doing this. <laughs> okay. All right. This, this was like the longest segment ever, but especially for what's coming, which is also a, like a long episode. <laughs> Maybe we'll do some editing. But that's our newest uh, segment, great. Sister Cities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I never knew that all cities were female, but now I do. Yeah. But hey, and props to all the rest of you American uh, cities that do have Sister City partnerships with, there's around 60 to 70 total with Russian cities, but those are the ones in the North Caucasus or, yeah, okay. close. Yeah. Right. Sister Cities. Well, yeah. Um, on with the show. What have we got today? We've got in their own words. Yeah, Take two. This, this is our second one. Yeah. Second one. And today, um, we have a great interview with, at, you know, at the time when we met, uh, this great couple, Timbalot and Zelina, we didn't know them. We, we first met them the day of the interview, but we've since your family and my family have become good friends with them. Really Real great friends. people. Visited each other's homes, shared meals, hung out with their kids. Yeah, really articulate, thoughtful, and um, I would say exemplary in the sense, exemplary is not quite the right word, but you'll hear for yourselves. So I, I won't go on, but but their heart and soul is tied in with their people group. Very, yeah, very well said. Yeah. Yeah, so without further ado, here are welcome um, Tim Bulat and Zelina from the Circassian people. All right, listeners, we've got a special treat for you today. They're our first ever Circassian guests on Woo! our podcast. Welcome, Timbulat and Zalina. Give them a hand. Yes, I was preemptive. Yes. So uh, 
listeners, we already have, um, you met Andre and Ira, our Russian guests, and they kicked off our In Their Own Words series where we want you to hear from local nationalities here in the Caucasus who they are and um, more about their people and their culture and their history. So uh, Timbalot and Zalina are from the Circassian people, which that's the English word for, in Russian, it would be the Cherkes or the Kabardin or the Adigi. Uh, and they're all part of the Circassian, Circassian people. You could, you also might've heard Kabardian or Kabardine. That's how we say it sometimes. That's how we say the it. The Kabardians. In the South. Um, <laughs> the so Timbalot and Zelina, welcome. Tell us a little about yourselves. Who are you? Thank you. We are just, uh, locals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, uh. Uh, you you told uh, my name Tim Bulat. Yes. Yeah. This is my wife. Her name is Zelina. Uh-huh. And uh we meet each other. No. <laughs> yeah. Where did you meet? How where did you meet? Tell us where you met. Uh in uh, Sirikasha. Ah, the great land. <laughs> A good place the for historic land of Sirikasha. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, we're recording at my apartment in Pitigorsk. Uh where did you come from today to get uh, here? We came from Nalchik. Okay. Nalchik is uh, the st- the capital of Kabardinia Balkaria Republic. Yes. I don't like that word, you know, Kabardino Balkaria. Ah. <laughs> it's like a cat dog. <laughs> I think I think a lot of our listeners are nodding. They're like, "Yeah, that's just too hard to say. Let's yeah. not say it." It's hard to say even for us. Uh huh. No. Yeah. Um, we call it Kabarde. Kabarde. Yeah. Kabarda. Kabarda. The land of Kabarda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our first uh, landlord. You know, first uh, uh, king. Yeah. His uh-huh. name was Kabarda. I and, didn't know that. And yeah. when was that? Like what? Oh, it's. Uh, 10th century. <laughs> wow. Way back. We just, we just went deep fast. Yeah. <laughs> we all, we remember him. He was a good, good guy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, his family name was uh, Tambi. Tambi. Uh-huh. So, you know, the lake near the borders of Tambukan. Tambukan yeah. is, it's his lake. Uh-huh. Wow. That's name is Tambi. Tambi. Gwel. Nice. Tambi Listeners, yeah. I just want to say, the, these conversations happen every day in the Caucasus where you are having a normal conversation and a, a Caucasian person tells you, you see this lake here, Tambukan? <laughs> it was named after this 10th century king, Tambi. Uh, like, there's so much history everywhere. It's and unbelievable. People know it. They just swim. I've in never it. heard that before. That's the first time I've heard that. Wow, very Definitely cool. Definitely first time I've heard that. Cool. So you guys are married. Uh, can you tell us a little about your children? Yeah. Maybe she? Yeah, sure. of course. Zelina, tell us about your children. Uh, we have three childs, three daughters. Uh, we uh, try to teach them at home. Mm, okay. Uh, different languages, try to teach them and uh, wow. teach them to dance, to sing. In the Circassian language. Yeah, Circassian language, yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> and we speak at home uh, only our language, Circassian. It's our choice. Yeah. It's interesting. 
because we we did chat earlier about this, and mm. and Andrew started off by asking, "Do you do your girls attend kindergarten?" And you mm. said no, and that was the immediate reason. Yes, preschool, yeah, yeah, so that you could teach them yourselves. Yeah. So, how old are your children? So our listeners know. Seven years, the elder, and uh, five years, the mid, and uh, the little, two years. And are you done? Or maybe some more will be coming. Uh, it depends on the will. Yes. <laughs> the will of the most high. The most high. <laughs> All right. That's all, I like that answer. Good answer. That's, where my, so, that's what my wife and, and I would uh, say right now. <laughs> and uh, the names. I want yeah, to, of course. Uh, tell the names. Uh, the elder is Maisa. Her okay. name is Maisa. The second Nawas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the third, uh, and, I, and I want to uh, translate it for you. Please. Uh, yeah, Maisa, Maisa, it means uh, a very uh, good steel. Wow, okay. The like metal? Metal. Uh, that, um, uh, and it, uh, it means also the sword. Ah, uh-huh, okay. No? The sword. And uh, it, I like words, you know. Yeah, yeah. we like words. It's the same word for German messer, you know, ah. messer, ah. knife. Wow. Yeah. So German has a word, and you have a word that has the same root. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So this is your third daughter, correct? What is no, her name? It's, it's the first, first one. First, the first is yeah. Yeah. The second. Ma- Maisa. The second. Nawas. Nawas means uh, uh, she was uh, named after. Your uh, grand, grand, great grand mother, mother, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Wow. by my mother. Uh, it means uh, snow eyes, wow, snow eyes, yeah, snow eyes. Huh. And the third, mm-hmm. it means third. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, wait awesome. A you said your second was named by your mother, no, named by, yeah, named by my mother after. Her sure, grandmother. grandmother. Wow. So your mother got to choose the name of your daughter? It's our tradition. Yeah. The elder the the names children. Yeah. You mm. cannot name your children. This is among all circassians. It's, it's a shame, you know, it's a shame because... Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, we uh, respect, respect the elders. Yeah. Wow. So, and that's one way of showing respect is letting your yeah, parents yeah. name your children. Yeah. We can uh, give the name. Everybody can give the okay. name. But uh, we uh, may uh, take advice from elders. Yeah. I mean, that is something we really lack in our culture. I mean, just listeners, just think about it. Like, <laughs> think about all... Think about how proud you are of the names you picked for your children. Seriously, and I'm speaking long, to myself yeah. all the time you put into it. Right. And then what if like you just knew from the beginning, your parents were going to name their child. It's so different. Well, and if we did that, I mean, some people's parents would be like, all right, this kid's named, uh, maybe you'll listen this time. And, and this kid's name. This is like, what it means. <laughs> yeah. This. Wow. The, uh, 
And they consider it to our opinions yeah, okay. about the name. Mm-hmm. That's, so it's, but it's consensual. Officially, officially, officially uh. the name is the uh, task of elders. Of the elders. Wow. So that you're speaking for the Circassian people, right? Yeah, yeah. This is a Circassian tradition. Yeah, Circassian tradition. Pretty wow. cool. Man. Listeners, like... Listen to how uh, Timbula and Zelina shared that with us, because this was not shared from the perspective of like, uh, I wish this wasn't the case, but it is like, we don't get the name our kids. Like, did you hear like with how much respect and pride they yeah. shared that our parents named our children? Yeah. Because like, it's not just because this is how we do because out of deep respect for yeah. those older. So I just, I want to affirm that like, that's something we've talked about on the podcast here before, right. like the respect for older people here in the Caucasus. And like, we really just see that, you know, and yeah. how you just shared. So that's really neat. Agreed. Um, Thank you. Cool, man. I, well, I expect great things from your daughter whose name is steel, like a sword. <laughs> well, I expect steel. really great things I from her. That's a great name. Hadley. Yeah, yeah, she has characters like this. Oh, yeah. Wow. Very cool. <laughs> She's like... Naming is amazing. Very now. sharp. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who did she take after, mother or father more? She's... Her own. Unique. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I have a daughter like that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So let's... Uh, you made a good point already. Um, we're going really deep, really fast uh, into <laughs> culture and history right now. That's I great. love that. So um, you said from the beginning... Uh, you have not put your children in preschool here. Uh, now in preschool, we're in Russia, even though we're in the Caucasus listeners, we're in Russia in preschool, they speak Russian. Um, so you kept your children at home until they go to school, primarily so that they will speak the Circassian language, their heart language, Kabardine. So why don't, and, and like Zelina, I know that you're a fluent Russian speaker, but you're speaking Circassian right now. So help our listeners understand even though I know, so Circassian is your heart native language, but I know you guys speak Russian fluently. Uh, what is the difference between those languages for you guys? Even though you speak them both fluently, the difference between the heart language and the native and the fluent language. It's not opposite. It's not versus. Right, right. It's my choice. I want the uh, children speak. Yeah, yeah. Only uh, our language is much harder, no? Okay. So uh, it's uh, difficult to learn it. So mm-hmm. the Russian, they will take it anyway and uh, anytime. Very quickly. I just like to point out for them, they're talking about Russian like it's you know, the easy like the easy the yeah. easy choice. Who told you who told you Russian is easy? <laughs> uh, we're sitting here sweating for away. you, it's easy. Like, nah, they'll get it. Russian will come, you know. No, but, but it's I, true. I can hear it in your voice. You you pointed she just uh, you just ran your hand up and down your throat and uh-huh. I'm I wanted to keep my headphones on just to hear the sounds <laughs> for an English speaker. It's like, where are those coming from? <laughs> it's not difficult uh, for us of course. to speak your name ah. and other and English mm. words. It's not difficult Interesting. because uh, it's much harder to speak 
in the throat. Circassian. Circassian. I have chosen uh, to speak in this certain situation uh, Cherkess language because um, it's about the theme. Yes. The theme is about it. Right. So maybe in the official uh, situation, sure. maybe she would choose, she would choose Russian yeah, yeah. language. Okay. Very cool. Um, so you guys, even again, like help our listeners understand, you live in the capital city of, we'll say, Kabarda. Um, Nalchik. Nalchik's a big city. Um, the majority of uh, people there are Kabardines and so speak the Circassian language, but um, there are many Balkars and Russians and other nationalities. Um, what sit- settings do you speak Russian in and what settings do you speak Circassian in? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you... You know, uh, yeah. uh, in the past, uh, everybody talked Circ- Circassian. Right. You no, know? But now... It's uh, official, uh, like a pressure, you know, in TV, in radio. The the Circassian language became became uh, not Pre-press. not state language. You know? uh, it's not uh, the official. Unofficial? No, no, not it's the official. Of, it's like unofficial, but uh-huh. it's official. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's very uh, aggressive. A uh, way that other uh, nationalities uh, relates to our language because mm. we are the majority. Gotcha. So they they think that we want to uh, press them down. So it's like a pushback. Ah, uh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So it's a very bad tradition we have. Uh, in one uh, side, uh, it's good. Uh-huh. For the guests, for the uh, you know friends, but when three or four people's people gathering and uh, three of them is Circassians, uh-huh. another one is from other nationality, we be- we become speak Russian. Gotcha. Okay. Because not to uh, yeah, you know hurt hurt Excluded. his feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. Sure. So we. Our hands, ourselves, made our language uh, not to uh, sound official. You know, it's a big problem. Ah, uh, interesting. Huh. Huh. But yeah. uh, the elder, elder brothers, you know, uh, I, they know that we have, uh, we are very, uh, how to say, uh, very communicative, you know, mm, very right. communicative. Yeah. So if you see, if we see that if you speak Russian or make some uh, things to uh, climb up, mm-hmm. you make it. Make progress, yeah. So they make Russian language like, uh, you know, like gold. Like a status. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You uh-huh. take it, you go up. Ah, oh, interesting. Okay. So... That's you hard speak, for your. Yeah, you speak yeah, Russian for your own <laughs> culture. Eli and I, when we're around uh, Russian speakers, we we don't want to uh, yeah, exclude need, them yeah. for, by speaking English. 
So we'll speak Russian, but I think we actually hurt their feelings because our <laughs> Russian is so bad. So <laughs> I'm not sure which is the better way for us. Um, just kidding. Thanks for sharing that. Um, so why don't, can you guys explain to us who are the Circassian people? Like what's unique? Briefly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know probably, there's a lot you yeah. could say here, but yeah. like for a lot of our listeners. There's no reference point. I think they understand a little about what the Caucasus is now. Where where the North Caucasus is right. a little about the history and the different nationalities, um, but what makes the Circassian people unique, um, even among all these different other Caucasus yeah, yeah. nationalities? See, it makes unique, you know. Uh, uh, maybe twenty years ago, I would say we are warriors, <laughs> but Jigit. Uh, yeah, you see, uh, you can uh, you find a lot of uh, cultures that very, very <laughs> warrior. Right, <laughs> warrior-like. Yeah, yeah warrior-like. Sure. But uh, nowadays, I think that the uh, unique thing about Circassians and uh, what we can give the world, you know, to world, what we can give as a present for the world, mm is our uh, culture, uh, uh, language, and one word. No, one word, adhiyaga. Adhiyaga, it means like uh, the humanity, you know, humanity yeah. uh-huh. in the best form of it, but uh, in a, you know, compressed form with the ethnicity. We have the same word for that, for okay. humanity and yeah. ethnicity, you know? Mm. It, if you say it in English, it would be like Germanity, you know, or oh. uh, wow. Americanity. Huh. Oh. So if you say, uh, I am Circassian, uh, right. I am Circassian, it means I am a human in the best way of it, you know? Wow. wow, wow. wow. That's powerful. Boy. That, so uh, yeah. we have uh, that... Uh, idea of uh, best uh, of yeah. what human can be, yeah, you know? and it it consists of a lot of it's, it has a big structure, right? You know, a lot of structure, and we live in it, you know. Yeah, it's still alive, wow, but wow. fifty years, maybe hundred years, it may disappear. Where is it alive? How is it alive? How does it stay alive? Uh, it's alive uh, with uh, our families, you know. Okay. Mm. We live like that. The the little example, uh, when the elder enters the room, we're standing up. Right. Yeah. That's the little uh, example. Mm-hmm. So in the in house, we have a place for elder. Yeah. Only elder can sit there. Uh, at the table or... Yeah, the yeah. yeah. okay. Would you call it a code of conduct? We call it a code as a, uh, as a scientific thing, you know? Right. When you study in it, but uh, inside it's, of it's culture, it's not the code. It's like a way it's of like life. It's like yeah. uh, when, when you translate it to other language, it, be, it, it becomes code. Sure. Yeah. But it's not the code. Right. It's Habs. Uh, it, it sounds like Habs. Habs uh, translates as... Uh, the law of everything. Uh-huh. You know? mm. yeah. Not law, language. Wow. Z, it means language. 
Habs, it, it's, it means uh, all that surround us. So wow. I have a couple, two questions about this. Easy question. Do you think or do you know, has this been studied? Do you think scholars have come in to try and understand yeah, this yeah. and written about it? Yeah. So there's materials out there. A lot of material, okay. English, French, German, Russian, even Japan. <laughs> Everybody. Hey, we got listeners in Japan. Yeah, our third highest country of listeners is from japan yeah harder question Uh how does it relate to islam Islam. and is this how is it integrated with with being muslim did it come before and grow into to come after yeah yeah yeah. uh it um when islam came uh the thing that it did it makes more separate women and men okay Mm -hmm. that's the first thing more than was before in circassian yeah, culture. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the woman ha- has her higher place. Mm-hmm. She's the uh, main figure of the house. Mm-hmm. She's the <laughs> she's a Zelina, fire keeper. Zelina yeah. just did this little like oh, head bob, head little, wiggle, uh, like little uh-huh, uh-huh. jig of pride. <laughs> the best way to describe it. So even the older people with the birds. Must stand up before the woman. Mm. Ah, the older people yeah, yeah. with beards at home. Yeah, yeah when she home. comes in, or yeah, mm. okay, yeah, that's the rule. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I forgot your question. Well, my question was just: <laughs> Do you feel like this code? I mean, I'm just curious, interested how it interact. Ah, I, Islam, I know Islam came yeah, in. Yeah. You know. You know. By when, the way, explain at one point. So, even to help us with history, at what point did? the Circassian people adopt Islam as the main religion because it wasn't always like that. And even that's, it's good to study history, you know? Yeah, it was, uh, we were Christians. We have Christians in Mazdok, Habardian Christians. Many people have told me that. I've heard that several times. Uh, And and their Christianity predates Islam. Nowadays, they, uh, uh, the Christianity were in here. But uh, Islam came from uh, the arist- aristocracy, you know? Uh, okay. And uh, didn't uh, went through a okay. lot. Okay, didn't like penetrate yeah. down through and the And when uh, the war became with Russia, uh-huh. uh, part, one part uh, moved to Russian uh, side. Okay. You know? So this was this like 18th century, yeah, 19th, 18th century? 18th century, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. And uh, about Islam, very interesting. When you ask uh, Circus people, who are you mm-hmm. by nationality? Mm-hmm. You said, Adiga alhamdulillah. By the uh, grace, grace of Lord, by the, grace yeah, of the, I'm, I'm Circus. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's the same as Muslim, you okay. know. Huh. Okay. So uh, the uh, Muslim thing and the uh, Adiga thing, I mean, I, in uh, you know uh, how to say in that code that uh, you, you talked about that became one thing okay nowadays kind of fused yeah, together. Together. yeah wow. confused i think yeah. like what you said about uh what is the word where humanity and Adigara. okay that word yeah. uh, <laughs> humanity and ethnicity yeah. it's one word yeah. so you said like that was a great word you made up americanicity so I think some people might be thinking, oh, you're talking about like nationalism. Like, right. There's two ways you could go with that. 
I think most people would agree. A lot of times what happens is people think my nation is the best. My mm-hmm. nationality is the best. Others are worse than me, yeah. but this is like, it's a really a form. That's a form of pride and so many negative things come yeah. from that. But what you're talking about is obviously people can't control the nationality they're born into, but you know, like you said, whether you look at it as an accident where you, who were you were born into or by the will of the most high that there is potential as you embrace your ethnicity that you can become the vet, the best kind of possible human being. And, and what, and what you said was, what do we have to offer the world? I mean, yeah, that's yeah. what's different between yeah. nationalism. Yeah. Nationalism yeah, yeah. is a suppressive competitive yeah. thing. This is a, um, much more like a celeb- celebratory thing yeah. to share and to serve yeah. other people sure. with. I mean, yeah. And even like, what if every nationality did have that mindset? What do we have to contribute? You know, like mm. how can we be the best form of our neck? Cause you're not, well, you're, you're not saying circassians are the best or everyone should be circassian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, but you are saying like, we can be like that circassianicity you know, and the Americanicity and like, there's so much potential for good in that. That's really yeah. cool. Wow. Nationality. Yeah. It's like sect. Okay. Almost. If you do good things only for inside, for in, yes, mm-hmm. you are sect. Ah, but if you mm. do outside share, yes. Yeah? So, uh, for that thing, we have one tradition. It's, uh, love for the guests. No. Mm. Is there a name for that in in Circassian? Like, is there a word for it? Hazra, it means a new men, new people. Mm. So it's just neat. I just want to say what's uh, happening as as you both are saying that your hands are coming, like are in front of you, and you're lifting them up with like with your fingers closed from your chest out, like, and then your fingers are going up and out, like you're bringing something out and laying, you know, you're both doing that. It's like, oh, this thing that, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this yeah. gesture of like, con- from the heart out to other people. Yeah. We, we want to show that it's very precious for us. I can see. Wow. <laughs> I can see. It's great. Huh. So you talked about. I want to be so kind. No, I'm just kidding. We, we always return to this theme of hospitality and just the value of a guest. Um, Yeah. So I would love, Zelina, I want to hear from you and then we're going to transition. 